Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, and I'm as well. I've started um, How can you do that? that that's illegal. Uh, uh means... <laughs> 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 So you can watch it legally using an account and a VPN. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jory agreed. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Happy Christmas. Here is a special episode where Matt and Jamie are going to sing a collection of your favourite Christmas hits. Beginning with uh, Jamie singing um, Joan... <laughs> Joan Armatrading. Is it no Joni Mitchell with uh, River? Um, river. Is that a Christmas song? Oh, I wish I had it's a river. Coming on Christmas, Christmas. they're cutting down trees. Oh, reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Christmas yeah by the river, Christmas time is great. <laughs> Actually, well uh, I heard that song performed live on Friday night by wow. Lucy Wainwright. Something I can't remember her other surname, Ooh. but um, is she um, was part of the Wainwright family. Uh, part yeah, of the... I went to the um, the Martha and uh, Rufus Wainwright Christmas special. Wow! Whoa. No way! That's amazing. It was very cool, actually. It was really good. Uh, so what? Play. Uh, is she the mum then? No, who's Lucy? Is Lucy. is their younger sister? Oh right. Oh, more yeah. to explore. Did not. No, mum's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, recently, and in fact, this was the uh, the tenth anniversary of. They used to do the McGarrigal Christmas Hour, and this oh. was the tenth anniversary of the last one that she'd done. Oh, and that's kind of the. That's what they sort of um, pin it on. They do. That's why they do it that night. Is it? That's why they did it. They, they haven't done a Christmas show for a long time, but um, right. this this was one they did. Yeah. Wow! Wow! There we go. Um, Lovely. So this is probably the final episode before Christmas. The final episode of 2019 soon we will be in the roaring 20s um god imagine that i know 100 years since 1920 that's crazy um so uh what we're going to discuss uh um can i just pull out i'd like to talk about rick and morty season four it's on e4 at the moment i've I've seen any of it have you know oh there's there's the first four no first three episodes are up there Okay. And I've watched them all, and I could talk about that a little bit. Are they right. good? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we just okay. do it? All right, we'll talk all about right, that. I want to mention Mrs. Maisel. Well, we we'll talk about the morning, the morning show. The, the morning show all right, fine. So on the last oh, episode, yeah. if anyone listens to this podcast, A, but B, if anyone listens to it chronologically, Matt uh, hadn't watched the morning show, and Jamie and I had uh, different reactions to it. Disagreements. Jamie thought to, it was uh, shouting wall to wall. Specifically, at our, the episode one, and I wanted to, and I wanted to point out. Um, I should have said. I realised the big moment that really annoyed me in episode one mm-hmm. was that viral footage of Reese Witherspoon shouting at this random protester guy. It just felt so fake. 
it's not that uh, it's not that I don't it's not that I don't think that like okay that was mildly annoying I suppose what I'm surprised at is how angry the shouting and that made you like it wasn't yeah. <laughs> it wasn't offensive to me in any way it was just like yeah. anyway let's see where okay. Matt landed on that were you were you livid Matthew at the shouting and the viral footage no Ooh. but um I don't I, I unfortunately I think I'm somewhere in between both of you yeah in that, with that? I, I agree with Jamie uh, that some of the writing in that episode is not the best it's very on the nose mm-hmm. um, yeah. like the, the, the like the bit where Reese Witherspoon quits her job and she says why don't you go and find yourself another puppet and it's um, it's it's just not very clever um, mm. and I'm I think I'm used to better stuff did, you, did either of you ever watch the newsroom Aaron Sorkin's the newsroom yes. yeah dreadful dreadful stuff uh, I wouldn't go so far as to call it dreadful. Awful. Absolutely. I think bad. that's a, I think that's a good uh, analogy to make. Oh, well, not analogy. And it's a good comparison because, in in, in a way that yeah, in that it's very I'm, like I'm, how how much of it did you see? Uh, the first series. And you thought it was awful. Awful, awful. Did just, you like it, Matt? Just too. I, I I did like some of it in the way that I like anything that Aaron Sorkin writes. But I did think it had problems. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it awful. Though. I think it was oh, a personal yeah. thing. I think it was like Jamie. You didn't like it either. Did you? I remember no. we, one of our first podcasts was on this. But I think if you worked like Sarah works in a newsroom every day, and Jamie and I always worked next to newsrooms, and it right. like just the the idea that the kind of morality debates that are happening, which yeah. is Aaron Sorkin's thing, um, it yes. was so so far beyond reality, and that in many ways reality is more interesting than that so the the kind of wish fulfillment turned up to 500 worked better for me in West Wing than it did in that I suppose but I thought this had this has some of the stuff in it uh, about like the the virtue of the news and the kind of the honour of it all yeah Um, well the intent was there yeah I agree with his intent it's just the just like yeah wet dream but also I, I just think in terms of uh, I, yeah where it sits ideologically is probably somewhere a bit more comfortable for me mm-hmm. but in terms of the quality of the writing I thought it was lacking uh, in, in, in a lot of places okay. um, I don't like Jennifer Aniston in it so far okay um, I don't really like Reese Witherspoon in it either and I love her mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately I don't think I'm far enough in to settle the Steve Carell question yeah, you probably need a bit further. Yeah. But I will agree that uh, Billy Crudup is great. Well, I would just have to say that I think Matthew's on my side there because I did not in any way say this is a great thing. I said, it did not offend me. It's fine. Yeah. And it's why I'm not selling my shares in Netflix because it's just what happens when you throw so much money at something and have tried to make a really, really, really safe mainstream success. So there's I no surprises gone, in there. Yeah. You know, there's nothing I think they've gone too out. far with the slickness as well. Yeah, like, I, exactly. I really don't like the way the second episode starts with that um, kind of lingering shot of the the jazz singer singing "Creep." Yeah, it's just like it, it, it's just like going, "Look at how stylish this show is, motherfuckers!" Yeah, they're just yeah. going. It's like network TV. It's like big time network TV slash rom com Hollywood. It has to be a success. If they're paying as much as Jamie said, two million it's each just, an episode just for the actors, yeah. 
Um, it's you know, and it's what happens. With Apple have gone right. We're not going to do six million things and hedge our bets. We're going to make six things. So they've got to yeah. be absolutely watertight for every audience imaginable. Yeah, and it will hook people in. And it's like there's a lot of things about it that I really. I'm still watching it, so there you yeah, go but, yeah me too um, and yeah I hate the, I hate the use of music in the show I think some of the there's always <laughs> what, the, got a lot of hatred in these the elements of this show and, what, and like, the, the bits the of energetic music the, 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 the score yeah no no it's oh. more the just they'll have a song they'll always have a song about ooh, 45 minutes in uh, and it'll be a shit song as well that you've probably <laughs> never really heard of or you've kind of heard of and you're like what and you yeah. have like a bit of montage of what all the characters are doing yeah in different places and I hate stuff like that and um, but at the same time I, I, there are bit, I, I've grown to quite like this dynamic between Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston I quite like the are they going to be you know are they going to get on is it going to work this show mm-hmm. I quite like that I like the power struggle at the top of this business and the Me Too stuff uh, is it gets more interesting at times. There's an episode I've just watched, you've probably watched it as well, Howell, mm. that actually I thought was really interesting because it goes into Steve Carell's character, ah, how he behaved. Yeah, Have you seen so, this, Howell? So we finally got to the point where... Well, if, no, I don't want to know. No, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to give anything away. But if, if you like, this series is kind of uh, playing with the line, isn't it? What's the line where you cross between being... Um, Someone who's misunderstood and someone who's done something terrible. Well, uh, what and and is that line different depending on your perspective? And in this last episode that's just come out this week, there is a you know you could almost time it to the second where most of us would go, well, there's the line. And I'm a little bit disappointed that they did that because skirting that line was what made it so interesting. And now I know which side of the line we are either on or supposed to be on. You know. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Do, you, do you agree, Jamie? It's like it's it's unequivocable now. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, but I quite liked the way the episodes um, showed behaviour and how, yeah. from one perspective, it could just be seen as well. You know, it's still. I think there's a, still a bit of obviously, like you. I can't say. I will say it anymore. We'll let Matt watch it. Mm. But basically, I thought it was a good episode to see. You know, my problem with the let's go back to the first episode just one second. Right? My problem with the first episode as well was everyone was in hysterics mm. about something that we didn't give a shit about because we knew nothing about these characters, we knew nothing mm. about this show. So why should we care that this show's falling apart? Which That's is why true. that episode that we just watched, Howell, was good because just getting a little bit of backstory and understanding this world that was already in existence before it came tumbling down mm. actually helped the show. Well, and, and, the sad, the sad thing is that it also, you get a sense of, ah, oh, shit, that's the show I'd like to watch. <laughs> 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 like, I would really like to watch Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston presenting that show for a couple of years. If the first two series, instead <laughs> of it being um, reliant on flashbacks, if we actually watched the degradation and the questions as they happened, you could perhaps then enjoy it in the same way that Matt enjoyed um, the newsroom. You know, you see the show going out and you see the arcs change. Instead, this is such a concept-heavy kind of, okay, let's ask the question, was this guy bad or not? 
and now fling these two people together. And the issue there is that Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, talented, brilliant actresses as they are, are not TV presenters. And you don't get a sense that they have um, not even... um, I'm not saying that the two characters have a synergy when they're together as a double act because they can't. That's fine. They've just been flung together. But even when like they're just reading straight to camera, when Jennifer Aniston's doing it, she's supposed to be the best of the best. And I never mm. buy it in anywhere near the same. I way completely that you do. agree with that. Yeah, yeah that interview yeah. that they did with the two of them was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Can you imagine I, watching that without any of the cutaways or any of the music or anything like that or any of the sub story? If you just watch that interview, you'd be going. What the fuck is happening here? It's such a different skill. It's something we saw for years when, whenever we got an actor or someone to try and do a bit of presenting. Um, it's a really hard thing because it's totally different. It's a, it's a, it's a more naked form of lying than acting. You know. Do you know what this just reinforces for me? And I've said it before, and I'll, I'm saying it again. Yeah. The Larry Sanders show is the oh, best TV show yeah. that's ever been made. Yeah, and he, put, he does it. Doesn't it does, he? He does both it. things. Yeah, it, it's yeah. both a great sitcom and a proper talk show. Yeah, it makes mm. sense in both worlds. It is peerless because mm. he has that thing. Because his style, you can never see him as anything other than that character, which is so close to who he really is. His actual acting style. You know, Tom Hanks would probably be a really good... Uh, would be good at playing a presenter because it's always his performances that you feel like are an inch away from who he actually is. And that's the same as p- good presenters. You essentially don't know if they're reading off a script or not, you know. Mm. Anyway, so... Are you going to crash Jury's on with out. that? Jury's still Jury's out. out. I, 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 I am going to keep, keep going, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like there's no reason to get off the train. It's, yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I, don't, I didn't hate it. Certainly the first episode, yeah. Um, yeah. It also strikes me how, like... Okay, so I want to talk about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel for a moment. Oh, yeah, it's back. It's back? Did you even know it was I've, back? I, I did. Yeah, I saw I've, the adverts, yeah. Yeah, I've watched the first uh, episode of season three. God, it's good. Oh, I've had it's to, a great show. I've had to pause really it. really need to get back on this. I've, pu- I've had to pause it 15 minutes from the end of the final episode... In order to do this podcast, <laughs> my wife oh, wow. is downstairs watching oh, right. the last You're minute. Furious. Yeah, we're there. Season. Oh my god! When and, did you start it? Um, three nights ago, we've nailed oh, it. Shit. Um, but there's only eight episodes, and there's um, they go to Vegas and they go to Florida, and it's kept up with the thing of like just the huge budget of them doing whatever they want with this show. But it's so. I, I was watching it. I was thinking, where else can you see? Um, all of the best things about theatre, musicals, comedy and acting and film all in one, like super quadruple threats everyone who's in it, almost every actor in it could burst into song at any moment even though they don't But they're, and they're brilliant actors, the costumes amazing. it's like watching and the fact that we could almost miss that in the age that we live in now, the fact we could go, well, I quite like the morning show, and I almost missed Mrs. Maisel. These, like, things that are so unbelievable, so unbelievably well-made and brilliant. We're so spoiled. But Mrs. Maisel, if you haven't started it, if you haven't started it because it's a weird title and you're not sure what it is, 
get in there give it the four episodes because it's a different style but it takes you place I'm just going to watch this series again back to back but, but that's a good example as well of like where you were saying Jennifer Anderson's not very good as a presenter so mm. you, don't, you don't buy it as easily whereas like at, at the comedy actually the stand up scenes in Mrs. Maisel are really good like I really like them like, she gets better through the series I think yeah she? yeah which is obviously which is good because she's getting more confident and she's getting better at what she does as well yeah and it's really like um, it's really wonderfully written like as a stand up as well like you can tell that this has been written by really really clever comedians yeah it's... I did find the stand-up scenes a bit jarring when I watched the first series. Yeah, a lot really? of people did. That's yeah. why I'm, you know, again, proof that Jamie's lost his um, taste <laughs> somehow. But, um, no. but yeah, it's yeah, you have to. I, it's come and go for us that sometimes there's some really good stuff and sometimes they're not. But really, it's a it's more of a musical style. You're just sort of buying that she's on stage doing a thing at that point. But the characters are just great. Abe, oh my. God, that character, her her dad, and Tony Shalhoub is his performance is just he's great. Oh Jesus, there's some stuff in the third series that will make you weep with him. He's just so good. Anyway. Yeah, and it's a very like it's very stylizing. Like you, you get once you start it, it's so different to everything else that you watch. Mm. In the how strategically, it's very so it's very choreographed. Oh my god! And so when you go yeah. f- when you go back in like the first episode, it's quite jarring initially because you're yep. like, oh, it's so like it's so precise and everything's kind of planned out to the minutiae. Yeah. And then, but once you get into that rhythm of the show, you're just mm. on that ride completely again. You have you, to forgive it. every every twelfth move they make. You have to forgive that it doesn't quite work in the way that they wanted, mm. but it's because. It's so bloody ambitious. So the first shot of this third series is one massive long shot that takes in like an army camp, and uh, so you've started, haven't you, Jamie? That, that f- yeah. first shot uh, is like that's one shot, that whole thing, and they've timed it, and they've got they must have a cast of five hundred in it. It's just ridiculous. So it's like it's on that scale of old Hollywood with just huge numbers of people involved, and therefore sometimes someone misses a beat or there's one line too many. It's you can tell it's Gilmore Girls stock because there's sometimes the um, uh, the, the written jokes are just so clever so there's like a 500 words in a speech or something and you go this is stop talking but if you can forgive those little things it's as a whole it's just so good so my, my pick on this episode of the box set pod i think we should all make one christmas present recommendation to anybody listening my uh, present to you is the gift of Maisel. Go and watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. If you've never started it, it's called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's won lots of awards and it's brilliant. So th- that's my recommendation. Boys, you can make one as they come to you. Mine is right now, it's Rick and Morty. It's start yourself, do yourself a Christmas favour and start series one of Rick and Morty. It's available now on channel4.com all four you can get all the episodes and on Netflix, Netflix. but the, but the latest series are on all four and it's just a pleasure to watch brilliantly like the concepts within Rick and Morty are yeah. in themselves just as a sci-fi it's really clever but then it you put really into is. that 
really, really brilliant humour and, and, and incredibly funny characters and wonderful recurring roles that come in as well. It's just a magnificent watch from start to finish, and it's a Christmas treasure. I am going it's back a, to it tonight. That's that's it. I'm yeah. going to do it. It's a very particular sense of humour, and I, I mean, I don't think it will appeal to everyone. Mm. <laughs> Probably not. But if that, you have to use use this as a sort of um, personal stock take. Um, mm. Watch watch Rick and Morty. Watch the, the whole first series. And if you don't like it, know that you need to improve yourself, <laughs> and that you that you're not watching TV on a on a high level, mm. and that you're yeah you, you you've got work to do. I feel that way about Book of Mormon in the theatre. That like theatre is so hit and miss. But if any human being can go into the Book of Mormon and not think it's incredible, they need to. I have a lobotomy. God, I, would, I don't know what I'd do. I haven't, I haven't met anyone who actively dislikes Hamilton yet. <laughs> yeah. but, um, have you been? I've been twice. Have you? Wow. Okay. Me, I told you about this. Me and my wife both bought oh, each yeah. other tickets for our birthdays <laughs> without the other one knowing. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but just uh, for example, like, with back to Rick and Morty a second because you know the new series is really worth digging in if you're a fan the first episode it's such a clever brilliantly like they'll take a concept and they'll just run it to death they'll run it into the ground where you think it's you know you, you can't go any further with it they'll take it you know to that extra mile the concept of the first episode is that uh, Morty and Rick they go to a planet where there's these crystals that show whoever is touching them all the different ways that they may die depending on the choices they make <laughs> And Morty has one of these crystals, and he sees that if he wa- starts walking in a certain direction, he'll die in, as an old man with the love of his life. This girl from his school who he's got a crush on, uh, she's a rec- she is a character you've seen every now and then you turn yeah. up. He's, yeah. Yeah. And so he just starts doing everything just in order to go in the right direction for this this reality to become, you know, what needs to happen. And it takes it to the nth degree where, you know, he actually, like, he sort of like almost kills Rick uh, trying to get to where he's got to go and then at some point she actually comes to him and she's like oh I really love you we should go skinny dipping he's like no we're not meeting yet we're going to meet 40 years later when I'm a middle aged man and it's like it just sort of like there's all these brilliant permutations that they take to the actual extreme and it's so clever and and wonderful that it's just funny in in the way it handles these concepts it's really great well that didn't didn't sell it for me I'll be honest but (laughs) There was an episode in in series three where they um, Rick was having an affair with a uh, a planet that was a single consciousness. (laughs) So like every person on the planet was this one (laughs) consciousness, and so they had these incredibly elaborate um, sexual scenarios. It was I I really enjoyed that. That was Uh, you're right. They're proper sci-fi ideas. And the hardest thing for any of us cynical kind of modern day twist on it. It's really it's very good hardest thing for any of us to do as we've known since the start of this is to do something that you don't want to do to watch something that you don't think you like and the two things people have banged on at me the most about in the last 
series has been Bojack and Rick and Morty. And I started Bojack. I did a couple of episodes. Couldn't get into it. I started Rick and Morty. Did a few episodes, but I wasn't really paying attention. Didn't really get into it. Bojack finally returned to, and I'm addicted, and I can't get enough of it. And it's just phenomenal. So Rick and Morty, I'm gonna do it, even though I don't feel it. I'm gonna do it. Oh, I thought you were a fan, Hal. Where did you get to with it then? Did you only get into the first? Uh, no, series? nowhere. I was just on auto playing in season oh. one, but I think I was either doing work, playing a computer game, or not paying attention for some reason. So I need to give it attention. Otherwise, there's just too much going on. My only reaction can be, "Ah, it's a bit noisy." This. Sorry, I missed a bit where you said you asking us for Christmas presents. <clears throat> yeah, it was Christmas presents. Your suggestion. I'll, I'll say it now. The Larry Sanders show, the complete Larry Sanders show, is on Amazon at the moment for about forty quid. There's eight series Oof. of it. Just do it. Forty pounds. It's quite a lot, that. Jeez. For eight series. That's five pounds a series, you fuckers. <laughs> there's, only, there's only five series of Larry Sanders, isn't there? Oh, I thought it was eight. No, I am I selling a unwrapped on eBay at the moment, which um, gave me for Christmas a couple of years ago. Please don't. <laughs> um, it's not because I don't like. <laughs> just don't need the DVDs. So not you know. You could stream it through, then I would buy that, but I, I can't. Have you seen the underwater Bojack? No, I haven't seen it. I, I've seen that a few episodes of Bojack. I really couldn't be bothered with it. You really just do it, Matt. Just get back on it. Just get back on it. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, I feel like I am the only one of us three who actually regularly wrenches themselves out of the comfort zone. Are you fucking zone. kidding? Do you know how hard I tried to watch Chuck? <laughs> well, once. Watch the entire first series of that piece of shit. Um, now, once. have you... No. Have you watched Watchmen? You said you were watching it. Yes, because even though I'm yeah. sure on time I'm and not energy, trying to make a point. I'm asking about Watchmen. Yes. What do you think? I watched episode one. I enjoyed it very much. And I'm not just saying that because you know somebody who's in it. I really did enjoy it. It was... Um, what was it? You were You were typically on the fence, weren't you, after it? Um, I still am. I've I've watched four episodes more, I think, and I still I'm just like I don't know what the hell to make of this show. It's quality. It's done well, but yeah. it's so weird. It starts really well. Um, you know, you're back in uh, racist 1920s or even eight, earlier, maybe 1890s America or whatever, um, and then you jump to an alternative present, and it's yeah, it's I I there was. I enjoyed it. I just felt probably the the same as you do now. I feel at the end of episode one, which is like, okay, so there's a bunch of pieces that are going to come together. Um, am I quite as comfortable with these pieces as I want to be? Like, do I care enough to want to see the pieces come together? But it's really yeah. well made, well acted. Your friend who's in it, that world that he inhabits without spoiling That's it, is batshit, so batshit it? and brilliant. Love it. Yeah. yeah, it's going to get more, more, more so as well. Like in episode two, it gets totally nuts. I've just been told by my wife to delete um, the bit about <laughs> there before. Here's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember to hear that. Um, 
Anyway, oh, the underwater bit of BoJack I was mentioning because Matt sounded like he entered that episode. That's one of the, one of the reasons I picked up BoJack again is because I did what Matt did. I watched a few, thought cannot be bothered, can't get into it, and then my brother started going on about it. Other people started going on about it, and I was like, I'm not going to watch it. And then this one guy who's who went to Cambridge and studied theatre, and so I have a, an undue respect for. Uh, that he's gotten my unearned respect for, said, I think the greatest thing that I've ever seen written for TV is Bojack Horseman. And if you stick with it, you're going to see an episode. You're going to see, like, these three. And he told me about three episodes that were coming up, and it kind of spoiled it for me, so I'm not going to do it. But one of them was the underwater episode, and it's just divine. It's divine. If Rick and Morty is as good as Bojack, I will admit it. Uh, Rick and Morty is definitely as good, and I'd say better than Boge. And I've watched three series of Boge. Whoa, three? Yeah. Uh, come back when you're up to like series eight or whatever we're on now. Okay. Oh my you're, god, I'm definitely you, not going for it. You're, you're on short. series four, Howell. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're short episodes, and it goes through you know a couple of lulls, but get back on it. Oh no, it's a f- series five is the latest one, I think. Oh no, series six. There's six actually. Look until we f- until you two start forcing yourselves to watch shit you don't want to watch. It's How just going to be me. Four series of Bojack. <coughs> yeah, good. <laughs> I've done the four series rule. I, I've <laughs> watched quite a, a lot. lot of Bojack. <laughs> I did love Bojack. I've just slightly lost interest. Maybe I'll go back, but. I got I got very far in. There's some series that I've loved, and I get why people it really connects with people. But I just have lost during series four. I lost interest at some point. Yeah, there's fa- I can't there's, pin- there's I know why it is. There's a series of episodes, about four or five episodes, and it's full of flashbacks. It's full of backstory shit, and it mm. gets like, oh, why? And then it realizes that, and it gets back into the real like Nina Simone soundtrack tragic brilliant dark beautiful stuff oh god it's amazing the use yeah. of the nina nina simone song stars is um makes me cry every time i hear that song now jesus it's good Are you still talking about bojack yes <laughs> not a cartoon about a horse Sorry, I switched off for a moment. Are, are either of you still watching you know, Orange is the New Black, or did you both? Hell no. Fuck no. Fuck no. So it's sad that you're like that. See, you know, we've... That show... We, I mean, what series is it on now? Six? It's, it's on its final series, which I believe is seven. Um, Good God, man. I persevered with that show. I gave it a long time. Does it get yeah. interesting again? Well, I think it does, but I understand why people have given up on it, like yourselves. I mean, it's it's not a. It, it does it does it does lose you at times, but it comes back round. And I've always I've always enjoyed it. I've always really loved the uh, the, the sort of central characters outside of Piper, the main character, who's all right, but it's mainly like the the community within the prison, um, and. I still think it's good, but I understand the desire to drop it if you've got a lot of other stuff you want to watch. It was just, well, the but, same problem as Bojack. It was flashbacks so and backstories that just made me go, forget it. Yeah, there's still a bit of that backstory action going on. We still so, like a protagonist, great. don't we? be like if Game of Thrones suddenly just stopped featuring Jon Snow and started... Yeah, anyway. 
Um, so we've all given our, our Christmas, Christmas recommendations. Treats. Thanks very much. Have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. Go whoa, on. whoa, whoa! We're stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Was there something else you wanted to add? I want to shit on dark materials. Oh. oh, oh! Hey, Jamie, will you go on the box set pod dot com while Matt shits on this and update your credit card information, please? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm the only one who pays for that, by the way. Yeah, I pay for the, our other websites that go to it. A lot of the websites. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, go on, Matt. Jamie. What were you saying about dark materials? Because I'm really enjoying it. It's shit. Oh, come shit, on. And I don't know how they've managed to make it boring, but it's boring. Wow. Oh, Matthew, I couldn't disagree more. Yeah. I'm enthralled. Really? You really like I'm, it? I, I'm not saying it's like epic TV brilliant, but it's. I'm still. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. What's happened Sunday to night. you recently? You've you've not left the house actually for a long time. You didn't what about? To... I, was on a, I was on a staff do a few nights ago, living it up, playing table tennis. Yeah, but at you've two not. What about friends? What about your friends? When did you last see your friends? I just saw Johnny tonight. Doing <laughs> your what? Brother, having a drink. You had a drink with him. Yeah, that's why I couldn't um, do the pod earlier. This is interesting. Uh, <laughs> did he ask you about Quantum Leap? He didn't ask me about that. He, actually, he wants to borrow Sopranos off me, so I was doing a little deal with him. Oh, I sold that ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, sold I'd Sopranos. Your Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah. Um, do you still watch DVDs, Jamie? Uh, I watch no. DVDs. Do you? I don't. I, I, I still, I, really I still good have HBO box sets. You can't have them on on streaming. They're not there. Wow. Yes, yeah, can't watch The West Wing on streaming. Can't watch Sopranos. Actually, you can watch. I think that's on I thought, isn't, isn't West Wing on, coming to Netflix well, it's been on, it is on it's Netflix it's on Netflix in America but it's it's leaving Netflix in America that's right oh clearly Matt also listens to the West Wing Weekly I do indeed <clears> god <throat> I would love to be going to their London show oh, you missed it again yeah any tickets were gone too fast damn it Anyway, back to Dark Materials a second, How You've not even watched it, so how do you know it's shit? I'm busy Whereas trying Matt... to watch all this other stuff that you get. Yes, I didn't well, say exactly. that. So you, oh, you're, right. you're, you're, you're saying my opinion's off when you don't even know my opinion's off. You might actually like Dark Materials. True. Whereas we know that Matthew, 90% of stuff Matthew watches, he doesn't like. All right, well, let's do a pass it on homework for each other for the new year. Okay, all right. You tell Hang me. On, what have I got to watch? I'm not watching both. Oh, this this is good. This is good. Okay, right. Who's giving who what? We've all got to give each other <laughs> what. <laughs> all, right. all right. One I episode think... of The Crown, which I mentioned last week, season who three, episode three. I will give it to either of you. Let's see what else is on offer. We, this, this doesn't have to be unfair. We might all okay, be able to I agree. You, all right. I'm going to give, yeah, Dark Materials... Okay. To, uh, well, it's got to be to me then, doesn't it? To so, you then, Howell. All right. And Matt? Oh, um, oh that means Matt's I'm doing the crown. Here. Yeah, that means... I'll the, I'll, I'll, what, I've got to watch one episode of series three. Yeah, and you can do season three, episode three. Really? Well, then what, yes. What about episodes one and two? Forget it. <laughs> Don't need it. Fine. Well, then, what do you want someone else to watch? In this case, it would probably be me, Matt. What do you want me to watch? Yeah, it's gonna be something you haven't. You've seen most of the things that I really. Yes. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, Maybe you. 
Did you, you ever could... watch Easy? E- no. Oh, it's hold on a minute. The compilation. I think you may have... Yeah, the anthology one. I watched the first episode. Oh, hang on. Oh. Jamie, you could take the crown and you could give Matt a challenge. You've not uh, seen Crown yeah, either, okay. have you? Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Okay, I'll give Matt a challenge. Yeah, I'll do the Crown. But then I haven't given anyone anything. Yeah, well, yeah Matt's got to give oh, someone something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You watch you watch Easy. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll pick you an episode of Easy to watch. Okay. Yeah. Which one? Um, I'll... All right, hang on. Uh, talk about something else for a minute, and I will find one. So, who am I giving what? Am I giving you... You've, you've already given how all dark, dark, dark materials. Dark materials. And where can I watch that? You can watch that on BBC the BBC iPlayer. And and with the crown, where you, what are you watching, Matt? Three, three. Uh, three, three. Yep. The only time I will uh, ever... Re- and I'm only recommending that because I know that I can't get you to carry on watching the first series. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm down for that. You, Jamie, need to watch episode five of series one of Easy. That's, you know, that's interesting because I stopped watching it episode after episode four, I think. So, okay. Right, that uh, episode four is nice. weak. Episode four is Controlada, which yeah, uh, it had no recurring characters from that one. So, um, no, episode five is the one with Mike Marin as well. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. We've okay. all got our challenges, and we'll reconvene in 2020, the start of 2020, to see if we've broadened our minds, become um, better people. If you would like so, to issue us a challenge, to, then you could. Studio at the box yeah, so pod. Studio yeah. at the box yeah. pod. Yeah. Com. Carry yeah. on, Matt. Yeah. Um, I think uh, 2019 has been a very good year for television. Oh, you know what? We should have yeah. we should have done a bloody recap. We should have done a retrospective. We? Yeah. Oh, what a bunch of morons! It's like we don't plan this thing. Well, I'll uh, tell you what we did. We began the year with Bandersnatch, Maisel, Kidding, and Sex Education. We moved on to Kimmy Schmidt. We talked about Liam Neeson being accused of racism. The Punisher and True Detective. We did Alan Partridge, Russian Doll, Killing Eve two. It's a long year, wasn't it? It was a long... The Calm Before the OA Returns, the Game of Thrones, we did lots of Game of Thrones, we did... uh, You've missed out a big one there, you missed out Fleabag. Fleabag, we did Handmaid's Tale. Which was one of the highlights of the year. Yes. Uh, Mindhunter, Meryl Streep, of course, Um, Handmaid's Tale, Succession, Mm. um... Unbelievable! Oh, there's a, a new series on there that's like uh, oh, the Netflix are always doing the the um, confessions type things. But there's a good one on there at the moment about the serial killer who confessed to 300 murders. That's quite good. Yeah, I've, I've been watching that. Um, that okay, called? I'll Pop, give yeah. you I'll give you my 2019. And you should all do this: a TV high and a TV low. Go on then. Okay, my t- my TV high. Yeah. Succession. Season two was just mm. absolutely fantastic. Mm. I keep raving about it to everybody, and anybody who yeah. watches it bloody loves it because it's so good. My TV low would be Game of Thrones finale, oh. obviously, just because not not necessarily the last episode, but the the last few episodes and how badly judged the storytelling was. What about you, Harold? <sighs> Um, TV well I agree with yours but I would add to TV high uh, The Crown series 3 no Maisel it's got to be Maisel 
Or Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Oh, Chernobyl. I'm going Chernobyl. And at the other end of the scale, TV low, is the destruction of my enjoyment of a TV series by Meryl Streep demanding to be in it. How and, dare you. And Matthew, How dare what's your you. choice? Oh. Um, I, I will say, I'll, I'll say Fleabag. For, for the highlight because uh, Succession would definitely be one of mine um, mm. but uh, but yeah I thought Fleabag Series 2 was a, a really perfect series yeah, um, yeah. as for a downfall I'm, I mean I'm really really disappointed by his Dark Materials oh. um, but okay. um, other than that no there's nothing there's nothing that really offended although actually This Is Us that is my low light for this for the, this year. Those wow. those four episodes of This Is Us that I watched, Great uh, series. some of the most offensive Great. TV uh, minutes that I have spent time on. If you've got a heart, you'll love it. Thank you. I, lo- I love that you could not choose a low. You had so many lows, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> four in every episode of our podcast. <laughs> Right, thank you. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever you choose to do with yourself. And um, we'll see you in 2020. Yeah. Cheers, fellas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.